0: Welcome to A Counselor's Journey to Private Practice. I'm your host, Juan, and this podcast teaches mental health professionals to cultivate curiosity and build ambition in their journey to starting, growing, and scaling a private practice. Let's dive into the episode. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of A Counselor's Journey. I am here with Katherine Keller, and I want to share something with you. Over the last nine years, she has advised, counseled, and worked Side by side with therapists, she has helped her clients increase revenues and build big number cubbing, six figure incomes, monetize their messages, create and organize lucrative programs and trainings, reposition themselves as leaders in their industries, and more. I'm excited for you guys to meet her. You are going to get a lot, a lot of golden nuggets here. So be ready. How are you, Catherine?
1: I am doing very well and very excited. Lots of information to share, like you said, lots of nuggets to share today. So I'm excited about that.
0: Yeah, well, good. And I know that counselors and you work with many of them, you know, in their journey of building uh, their ideal lifestyle, their practice, and helping individuals walk through life. We, mm-hmm. as myself, we kind of find ourselves in positions of, you know, graduate school did a beautiful job of training us to walk with people in their journey of healing and recovering. But then when it came right. to Keeping a uh, a book on numbers and conversions and right monetization and all that fancy marketing and business lingo—it's like shit. What what do I do here?
1: Exactly, it's exactly, it, and it, it's a, it's an overwhelming process for for most any entrepreneur. But there's you know, this group of entrepreneurs that they've gone through that business training and the strategies and the goal setting and the marketing and all of that, and now they're off into the entrepreneurial world. Whereas with therapists, like you said, there, there, there was nothing really in your educational journey to prepare you for that side of the business.
0: Yeah. And it's, um it, it's interesting, you know, sometimes I'll take a step back and see a lot of clinicians um, in, in my state, I'm in Greensboro, North Carolina, and I'll notice that there's some that have reached burnout, um, some mm-hmm. that will stay in that 30 to 40 K, you know, per year margin And and Mm in all while, you know, I am knowledgeable that, you know, these are really, these are experts in the field. You know, they're really good at what they do. It's just sometimes it's difficult for us to move from A to B without that training and and the skills and knowledge.
1: Yes. And there's there's a lot of that that we're going to talk about today. So I'm excited to get started because that is a, a sort of a, I call it a hamster wheel, that a lot of therapists get stuck on their running and running and running as hard as they can. And then years down the road, they find themselves just in the exact same place. And with the amount of energy that it takes to do your job, to be present with your people and then have to have spare energy after that to do the other side of your job, it, it, can, it can be exhausting if you're not taking that time to really step back and, um, and, and look at the picture and make some big decisions on how we're going
0: to get it from A to B. Yeah. So let's, let's go into that. You said that beautifully. You know, so one of the reasons I wanted to have you on here, and I'm glad we're getting the chance to do this, is to look at the top five biggest mistakes therapists make in private practice. Mm-hmm. And even, even as I'm sharing that out loud, I'm sure there's, you know, a thousand that I've at least made. <laughs> but um, <laughs> take us, yeah, Catherine, take us in this journey of, you know, what you see as these top five.
1: Well, and, and I think that the thing I want to say up front is with marketing, I don't believe in a one-size-fits-all. I believe that um, I want to pull off somebody's particular strengths that they have. Um, I don't think you have to be on every single social media platform three times a day. I don't believe you have to have a list that's 10,000 people long in order to build a successful business. You don't have to have a podcast if that's not your strength. So I want people to understand going into this. I feel like it's a little disclaimer up front that this is not a one-size-fits-all ordeal. And if, if you're trying to do that, then you're going to exhaust yourself. So as we go through some of these little nuggets, think about how it could fit into your life rather than making your life fit into somebody else's idea of a marketing plan. Perfect. Does that make sense? It, yeah, okay, it makes, it makes
0: perfect sense, yeah.
1: So that's why some of this stuff that I start with is a little bit more conceptual than concrete, tangible, this is step one, this is step two, step three, because the first thing I start with clients and the first mistake that they make is they're really not clear about their why. A lot of therapists go into their, their practice and they know they want to help people or they want to change people's lives. If I ask a hundred therapists what their why is about why they have this practice, 99 of them are going to come back and say, because I want to change people's yeah. lives. It's such a generic blanket statement though, because that doesn't tell me why you Why is it important to you specifically in your journey, through your past, through your experiences? Why is it important to you? Because if we lose that clarity and we sort of keep this general mentality of well, I want to change people's lives, that doesn't get our blood pumping in the morning when we get out of bed. But when I dig, 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 dig with these therapists and really find out, okay, well, they had a lot of childhood trauma of their own. Or they were raised by an alcoholic father, or they were sexually abused as a teenager. That's their why. Mm. And if we really hone in on some of that clarity, that sort of reminds them, that's sort of a refresher to them, and it gets that motivation back again. So we need to keep really, really, really clear on your personal why you're doing this, because that's a huge catalyst into. Yeah what direction we want to go with the business.
0: Yeah, no, I, I certainly see that. And and I assume you dig so far into it to allow it to be like this fire that continues to burn and, and to push the person right. forward because we in general mm-hmm. can, I, I guess if we're so broad, it's, it's too loose, you know, versus tightening in to say, this is why I'm here. Here's the purpose. Here's the why.
1: Exactly. It, it becomes a, a sort of just a background noise, actually. It becomes a, almost an automated response rather than a heartfelt response. When somebody says, why do you do what you do? I do it to change wise. Uh, for a lot of them, there's not a lot of emotion behind that until they dig a little bit deeper because we've gotten so used to, you've gone through the obstacles and the trials and the tribulations of the education and continuing education and so now sometimes it's time to take a step back and reignite that fire as to really why we're going through all of these things that we're going through. Yeah. So that's my big first one. We t- and 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 that's a big overall one. A lot of Anytime somebody wants to do anything, even if it's in your personal life. I had a therapist one time. She said, I really want to work out at 6 a.m. every morning. I know that's a good time for me. I know it's good for me um, as far as, you know, just getting it over with, but I can't get my butt out of bed and I don't know why. And so we would even take a step back and do a YX. Why is it important for you to work out on a daily basis? Why is it important for you to do it at six o'clock in the morning? A lot of times we think we know our why dig deep on all of those things that you sort of feel stuck on or mm-hmm. that you don't feel excited about, because then you can reignite that fire or yeah. get better clarity on, on really what it is you want in your life and in your business. Yeah. So the why goes way beyond that general statements, I see that. but um, start with that. Start with the general, why do I want to put myself through this every day? Why do I sometimes want to come home overwhelmed with the amount of things that people are facing on a day-to-day basis and that I have to carry on my shoulders? Get really, mm-hmm. really clear on that. Um, so the, Then we move into the second biggest one, uh, and, and this one where it gets a little more difficult um, and again, as I gave at the beginning, there, this disclaimer that there's just not a one set of rules when it comes to all therapists. And this is a perfect example. I encourage and we work on finding our ideal client. Who is that client that when you wake up in the morning, you think, Oh, yeah, Jen is on the schedule or, Oh, Bob's on the schedule today. I get to talk to Bob. Who is that person for you? because maybe you've met that person, maybe you have that actual client on your schedule now, or maybe you've never met that person yet. And it's just an idea of who that person is. Is it a child? Is it a, a marriage that you get to help? Is it a person with PTSD? Is it a woman in her forties who's making six figure and high powered and just needs some clearing up from past trauma? Who is that specific person? Of all the therapists I've worked with, none of them have had the same ideal client. And that's the mm. beauty of this. There's a perfect match for everyone. Yeah. And I may not be your perfect match. I may not be your ideal client, but there is a therapist mm-hmm. who wants to work with me. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, no, it makes perfect sense. And I, I guess I see why you start with the first one, the why, because you know once mm-hmm. someone digs into that, there, it's like a, it's like a, a vulnerability walkthrough, and then they get to this yeah. place of, you know, identity and saying, okay, you know, this is a client that I resonate with. Correct. And yeah. So much of that is yeah. not in any way taught. You know, I think it reminds me of grad school. It's more of a broad, you know, get out there mm-hmm. and get your feet wet and, and serve. Go do it. Yeah. So yeah. I, I certainly see but- why you're taking this approach.
1: And, well, and part of the approach comes from um, just that feeling of overwhelm. And if you're not working with the people who are, are your ideal client, who are really fueling you as you fuel them, then that's where we sort of get into that energy drain where mm-hmm. you're not enjoying the process. And you are doing the disservice not only to them if you're not 100% in it, but you're doing the disservice to yourself. to your family, to anybody else that is in your life because you're draining your energy. Mm -hmm. I want my clients, my therapist clients, to get excited about their calendar when they look at it. Um, But the number one concern most people have, they say, okay, if I'm going after a 40-year-old woman who is making six figures and she's a single mom, you know, like if we get start getting really, really specific, they start getting worried because that excludes all the people that aren't 40-year-old single women making yeah. six figures in their mind, mm-hmm. and they start freaking out about that that bank account or that schedule getting more and more yep. and more empty. And I can guarantee what happens is there's a transition, and it's usually slow, and my clients never are sitting there waiting and wondering when they're going to get their next person to come in. There's a lot more to it than that. But if you can't have that clarity, we can't build a really strong marketing plan for your person. And so it's time to start getting really, really specific. Let go of the fears. Let go of the questions of how will I ever find these people? And is there enough to fill my schedule? Just figure out who that person is and start there. Um, Because we can figure out a lot of things. Uh, once we get clarity around that. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I assume it's a lot easier to see through that clarity.
1: Correct. Yeah. It's it's a matter of um, when people are on Facebook and they're just posting and posting and posting um, therapy type stuff and quotes and... A lot of outdoor hiking pictures for some reason, you know, <laughs> <They're> very <laughs> generic social media posts that a lot of therapists do because they really don't know what they're doing or who they're going after. They just know they're supposed to be on social media. Mm-hmm. And if you have that ideal client, we go through everything about that person. What is it they're afraid of today when they wake up? What is it they're thinking about or stressing about before they go to sleep? What does their diet look like? What are they watching on television? What are they absorbing through um, social media, magazines, podcasts? We go through an entire worksheet to build out their life. Uh-huh. Where are they? And then we build out a second worksheet. What do they want to have in their life? What is it they want to think about when they first wake up? What is it they want to feel? when they go to bed, how do they want to feel physically? What do they want to be reading and feeling and thinking? And then your job is to bridge that gap. That's your service that you provide, is to take them from where they're at today, that ideal Mm -hmm. client, and where they want to go. And so everything from our websites, our marketing, our social media strategies is about, does it serve that bridge to gap? between where they are and where they wanna go. And if we know that it's a female and she's in her 40s and she's making a six-figure income, that's a different social media post to help her bridge that gap as opposed to a 65-year-old retired man who is maybe struggling with his new retired life. Those are two very different bridges to gap. So you can speak very clearly to your person when you know your person.
0: Yeah, and I could see why if someone skips, you know, these steps on how they're, and I was one of those persons, how they're out there (laughs) marketing, you know, Mm -hmm. and and I think, you know, at least for me, and those that I've worked with, it always comes from a place of kindness and and compassion.
1: Absolutely. But you're
0: definitely overwhelmed, you know, you're burnt out, Mm -hmm. you're on every platform and, you know, Mm -hmm. panelists everywhere, trying to bring people in. But like you said, there needs to be that clarity, that why, that clear idea of this is why I'm here, who I'm here for. So perfect. Right.
1: And, and I always give the analogy of if we know who that person is, it's kind of like going fishing. You don't want to just go to the lake and drop a line in anywhere if you know the fisher at the other end of the lake. Mm-hmm. We go to where the fish are and that's where we drop the line. But if you don't know who your fish are, what you're fishing for, then you're just trolling around the lake, hoping that something will bite. And that's what you're doing with social media. You're just throwing it all up on the wall and see what sticks. Yeah. And that is an exhausting endeavor. With, uh, with your therapy clinics and practices, you don't have a lot of spare time. So let's make sure it's the work smarter, not harder mentality. No, no. And with the clarity, we work smarter. So that was the third thing then is once we get that clarity, we can make a marketing plan that doesn't fit the cookie cutter marketing plan. We don't have to be on all uh, social media outlets. We don't have to, we don't have to have a podcast because everybody's doing a podcast, that type of thing. So one of my favorite examples of that is, um, I had a a therapist I was working with and she um, filled out her ideal client worksheet again. I asked everything from what are they eating? What are they watching? And we're going through her, her worksheet together. And I noticed that she put that her ideal client watches the bachelor. I am not a reality TV show person. I can't really relate to this, but she said, her ideal client was based off of a client she really has in real life right now. And one of the things that they connected on was they would talk every week about what happened on The Bachelor. Mm -hmm. And she said, I know it's silly, but I thought I'd put it down. Well, the long story short, we ended up taking that little nugget from her ideal client and building out an entire program based upon The Bachelor because The Bachelor talks about body image disorders. It talks about relationship disorders, childhood traumas. All of the things that you guys work with is in a reality TV show for sure. But her marketing became so unique because she was focused on something completely different than other therapists in the world. So instead of blog post articles like 15 ways to deal with depression during COVID. Her blog post articles were 15 lessons from The Bachelor to survive this COVID world. It's a very specific niche she was going after and it targeted the right people and she's Mm. still talking about the things she loves and the show she loves. It was a very unique marketing plan just built off that one answer on her ideal client. She created a podcast, a program, a Facebook group, all wow. of it surrounding that.
0: Transformational work goes into, you know, the, the process, you know, that you're walking us through. And it's, uh, right. I'm one of those that I'll, I like to see results sooner than later. So this one seems mm-hmm. like one that we're going to walk, we're not, you know, we're not going to jog or run. But, you know, no. as I'm listening in, I'm, I'm like, I'm glad I'm walking. Because a lot of this yeah. I want to be able to, you know, really digest and, and, and play with.
1: Yeah. And and it, it, it is, um, I will, going through some of this, it's, it's, it's turning some of the therapists on their heads. And for the first few weeks, their heads are spinning because it's not things they've really stopped to think about before. How can I work smarter? Who is my ideal person? Why am I even doing this in the first place? Um, So for a few weeks, it's, it's a lot to absorb and take in and really sit back and meditate and ponder on. But once you get that clarity, then we're off to the races because once we find what's unique about you versus all the other people who are doing it the same way, that's easy after we get that. Yeah. Yeah, it's easy to market uniqueness rather than trying to market the way everybody else is doing it. Absolutely. You're going to get a lot more bang for your buck. (laughs) (laughs) Metaphorically speaking. Um, So that that was number three. Number four, though, goes along the same line of that. The problem that a lot of therapists have is they are so busy working in their business, they're not working on their business. Um, it would be the same as you're sitting back, you're, you're, you're in the, the forest, but you're only seeing the trees. You never really step back and look at that forest. So it's my job to help pull them back. And so, so that's going to look like uh, taking the time to make quarterly goals, week, uh, monthly goals. Um, where do we want to go? We ask questions like, what are the opportunities that we have over the next three months? Take an hour, take two hours out of the next three months to sit down and make that list. Where can I network? Where am I missing the mark? How can I step up and wow my clients? What can I do to go beyond? How am I going to follow up with the people that drop off? All of these things that we never really take the time to step back because we're so busy in the moment. Next client, make our notes, billing, all of that you've got to be everything from the janitor to the CEO of your clinic. So it's, t- it's, it's a matter of taking that time to really analyze what's coming down the pike. How can we best utilize that? And there was never a better time to do it than when COVID hit
0: and yes. everybody
1: was forced to telehealth and, and everybody, every one of my clients was forced to take a moment, take a beat and let's step back and see how are we going to do this rather than just diving in and keeping our heads down.
0: Yeah. It reminds me of that graduate school mentality, you know, dive in, keep your head down, keep going, take the courses you need, get your hours, mm-hmm. find your practical mm-hmm. internship, And it may be even an undergrad too. And I think mm-hmm. sometimes that mindset becomes a, a way of life where we go into building a business and we're working in the same way, you know, our heads down or we're, we're hitting it right. hard. we're getting our notes done on time, the rest of the items, but then we're missing the point that you're sharing today on yes. take a step back, slow down, you know, you working uh, s- smart, you know, versus hardworking.
1: Right, right. and that, And that's how we find ourselves. You know, We think, oh, in a year or two, I'm going to write that book, or in a year or two, I'm going to start that podcast, or whatever it may be that you think might be the fun thing or the thing that you want to do eventually. And then we find ourselves five or six years down the road, and we're exactly where we were, working with the exact same type of clients that we were. And so until we take that time, and it doesn't take a lot of time, but I... When I work with clients, I meet with them on a weekly basis, and that's our time to review. How are we coming along this month? What did we say we were going to do this month? Even if it's just steps, even if it's just reaching out to a networking group, maybe that's all we were going to do as far as building new relationships Mm -hmm. for that block. Or maybe uh, researching a publisher if we're going to maybe go down the path of writing a book. But it's steps every single week, every single month. And until you block that out on your calendar, that this is my time to work on my business, not in my business. then you're just going to end up staying in that same rotation over and over and over again. Yeah. So then number five, the last one And I can't believe we're, we're already on number five. I, I wish I had hours and hours and hours to share more information on all these things, but we're getting, we're getting the nuggets out there. Um, so number five, I call the shiny object syndrome. And this kind of goes back to some of the why, um, and also the ideal client. The shiny object syndrome is when you see a marketing Um, program for sale on Facebook. And you're like, Oh, that probably worked for my business. I'm going to buy it. Or you start to put together a podcast because you think everybody's doing podcasts. So you, you buy a podcast training or start a podcast training, or maybe I'm going to learn how to do Facebook ads. And you're just throwing all of these different because you don't really know what's going to work for your business. And then I have therapists. I'll sit down with our, our, for our first session and, and they're reading 14 different books on how to run a business. And they've got three you know, products that they've purchased with video trainings. And, and it's like, but they're not getting through any yeah. of it. Mm. And it's all um, purchased kind of on a whim as to that might work. This might work. Yeah. Let's do this. Let's try this. When you have clarity on your why... When you have clarity on your ideal client, there's a lot less gray and a lot more black and white. If you know your ideal client is a 30-year-old female who's having trouble in her relationship and she listens to podcasts all day long, that is is your ideal client, then maybe you don't need to worry about that Facebook advertising strategy that you're wanting to put into place. And it's a lot easier to skip over those ads and maybe instead you're going to invest into getting better podcast equipment or better podcast training if that's where your person is. So all of the overwhelm really starts to diminish. There's a lot more clarity on what direction we're going to go instead of trying a little bit of everything, reading every business book Mm -hmm. we come across, listening to every business person's strategy on marketing which only increases the amount of overwhelm that's going to come in because now you've got a hundred voices in your head telling yeah. you what to do.
0: Oh man, you've hit the, as they say the the nail on the head or the hammer, whatever that saying is. <laughs> yes.
1: No, you got it. Nail on the yeah, head. <laughs> yeah,
0: you, you did. I think that yeah. you know, and I, I found myself early on, I, I, I dove right into uh, private practice at a grad school and it was I mean it was just like that where I would see these shiny objects and go, "Well this one will fix the issue, this one will fix the issue and it yeah. wasn't until you know diving deep into the why and there's something about that clarity you know when you get to yeah. see what you're doing before you do it, it lets you mm-hmm. make smarter smarter choices and I love the way that you mm-hmm. broke down the system where you go from you know the all the way from the why to where we're at now, at least in my mind, mm-hmm. it made sense because at the end. Mm-hmm. If someone knows their why they're not going to go into a rabbit hole of spending money in the wrong way or you know using right. their time in, in a manner that's not going to create an effective conversion
1: right exactly and 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 the the, the marketing people out there who, who I don't want to put down anybody who's wrote a book or put together a training for marketing, it's just until you know which one fits with you, mm-hmm. stop trying to implement all of them. Yeah. You know, you you use the words, oh, this might fix it for me. But the, the reality is a lot of people don't know what needs to be fixed. Mm-hmm. It's just it. Yeah. fix it well what is it until you know what it is it's like say i have a problem with the house i'm just going to buy all the tools at lowe's and then start you know figuring away at things <laughs> yeah so let's figure out what the problem is and then go out and get the right tools to help yeah yeah
0: no yeah very well put
1: yeah so it's, you're right It it there's a, a lot of stress that's relieved with
0: that clarity that's that that reduction of stress i think that's very helpful with clinicians in private practice there seems to be like this dance throughout the journey of feeling overwhelmed reaching points Mm -hmm. of your caseloads dropping uh you're not showing up for your patients as you should be because you're worried on how you're going to get that overhead paid Uh, so you know i I really want to thank you for taking time to do this episode this has been yeah, for not me, yeah, exceptionally helpful. I,
1: good, good. It, it seems to be a uh, for anybody who's sitting there listening to this and thinking, "Oh my gosh, I have messed up on all five of these." You <laughs> are in. You are in the majority. You know, yeah. there are very few people who are going to get any of them, let alone all five of them. It's it's a it's a process of of learning. That yeah. is, like you said, not taught in your education that you guys received.
0: Correct. Yeah. And I appreciate you doing yeah. that. that. That gives us a sense yeah. of compassion, you know, be able to give, yeah. you know, uh, ourselves self-compassion and say, it's okay that I'm in this position. You know, there's people right. that are out there to help us, you know, to say, hey, let's do things a little bit differently. Uh, exactly. And Catherine, you shared with me before we started uh, the episode today that you have a freebie uh, for I everyone.
1: Do. Yes, I would love to meet with anybody um, who is interested in learning more, maybe something more specific or have specific questions about their practice, their why, their ideal client, any of those things. Um, I am going to do a 30 minute session for anybody who wants to take that time to sit down and talk with me and get a little more clarity on some of these topics for their own business. So you just need to go to my website, which is katherinekeller.net forward slash journey. And you can sign up for your free 30 minutes and we'll go over anything as far as marketing goes that you might have some questions around and need you some clarity on.
0: Perfect. And I'll make sure to put that in the show notes. So you guys are able to see the link, click it, Perfect. and then start your relationship with Catherine.
1: Perfect. Sounds great.
0: Well, awesome. Catherine, thank you so much for being on the show today. Have a great rest of the day. In your journey of private practice, I want to thank you for listening to the podcast. Please leave an awesome review and share this podcast with any counselor you think is working towards starting, growing, and scaling a counseling practice. Let's grow together in our journey